Good evening, Matt Awkward. <laughs> Hello, Tristan Gallagher. So, uh, Redeemer the Son of Satan, huh? I picked a good one. <laughs> you picked the... I feel like without hyperbole, I can say this is the craziest fucking movie yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I've I've always been wanting to see this, and then I, I bought it recently from a buddy who said I was in for a trip, and uh, I was kind of expecting a, a, a slasher movie, and this was... I don't know... Yes, it kind of is, but like, man, when I put it on, I was just like, for the first tw- 20 minutes, you're like, what's happening? And then the next 20 minutes, you're like, what's happening? And then <laughs> the next 20 minutes, you're like, what's happening? And then it ends, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Not totally, though. I feel like for the first 20 minutes, you're like, what the hell is happening? And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, people are people oh, okay. are showing people up. Are be- oh, okay, sure. this, is a, this is a slasher movie now. Oh, these people are getting picked off one by one. Okay, cool. I, gu- I guess that's the end of the movie. Oh, wait, we're back in church. What? What? <laughs> What's happening again? <laughs> okay, let's let's uh, I yeah, let's talk about this. Let's let's go through because this is this movie has a lot to talk about, like so much. Let's okay. unpack this big uh, old suitcase. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is a wonderfully seventies looking movie right out of the gate it because lo- it came from the wonderful seventies. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> The opening is a still photograph of a canyon <laughs> with a lake in the middle of it, and it's just like, a, it's a still photo. Yeah. It, like, nothing's going on, and... It you, does come to life eventually. And what I love is that when they do the still photos, every time it's like something something weird like that, there something goes wrong with the soundtrack, and it just has this, like, frying egg hiss sound in the background. It sounds terrible. It's a stylistic choice. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> um, but yeah, the title sequence is like really bad. It's uh, like orange and red font, <laughs> which is not a, not a visually appealing look. I don't know if they've ever released like a really nice print of this at all. Because even on the VHS, it's just blown out yeah. to smithereens. Yeah, like, yeah. It looks. Oh, the the white the, the, uh, the I watched white it on, balance is. Yeah, I watched nuts. it on I watched it on tape and I watched it on YouTube and I don't know if we were watching the same prints, but they're both just nasty. I gotta say though, the uh, the YouTube version is great because something about the uh, something goes wrong with the the interpretation like the digital interpretation of certain things Mm -hmm. and at one point somebody turns into like a jack kirby star child her (laughs) face just dissolves and turns completely bright green with like stars in it i think her computer has a virus i didn't happen to also i was completely high (laughs) (laughs) what else is new dude all right okay so fake stoner (laughs) totally i don't (laughs) i don't enjoy the marijuanas it is the truth okay uh, so finally, finally things start moving. We're off our still photo, and uh, darkness settles over the canyon. I guess is kind of what it feels like, which is kind of sure. a little bit of a dark thing going on. It gets light again. It gets light again instantly, <laughs> though. <laughs> I thought it was something artsy that just like, imagine wasn't... if the nothing was coming from like never-ending story, but then it just blew over like a like a it's false like... forecast. <laughs> like oh my gosh, there's a nothing. That's... Uh, oh, okay, oh. So it was just a cloud. No, carry it was just on. A cloud. That's that's what it seemed like because yeah. it looked like they were going for something artsy, and then it just disappeared. But that's a they're going for lots of things artsy in this. <laughs> that is true. Um, there. And that's the other thing. I can't fault them from tr- for trying because this movie, this movie takes every possible swing. They take a swing in every one of the kills. They take a swing for like everything in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it tries so hard. And, yeah, and that a for effort. Absolutely a for effort. And also, it's just a great like it's just a great weirdo. It's just so weird to yeah. see it. So yeah, okay, all right. Um, everything in front of the canyon 
looks like a cowboy movie, but then <laughs> we get this fucking moogifier that like gains sentience and starts going, <laughs> and it just turns into a bunch of like random moogifier beeps and boops until a child holding his hand over his head like he's just <laughs> like he's just graduated from the breakfast club. Yeah. Um we don't know because we're so far away from this shot, but at the end we find out he's got an extra thumb and that's what he's holding up over his head. Mm-hmm. It's very important because having an extra thumb means um things are going to happen. Okay, got it. It means Satan is <laughs> Yeah, what? it means demons. It, uh, lots of demons uh, historically have extra, extra fingers. Thumbs. Whatever. It's fine. Um, so, <laughs> However, it's also with the print, like in, in the watching it on yeah. it's it's hard to even make out I that no, extra. No, you couldn't see it. I was like, yeah. what is he holding over his head? Yep. Like I thought he like found something at the bottom of the <laughs> at the bottom of the lake. I found my retainer. Right, exactly. <laughs> I thought that was it. It was like he was gonna go go to his parents and be like, look, I found my wallet. <laughs> But nope, nope, it's just him rising out of the lake, fully dressed, uh, ready for church, with an extra thumb, and he just walks out of the lake and uh, waits for his bus. And out to a, <laughs> out to a gravel pit, where the bus comes for him in the gravel pit. There's a bus that And the bus knows... just picks him up like with no dilly, like he's just a little boy that lives in the lake. Oh, hey, it's that boy that lives in the fucking <laughs> lake. I'm just going to go pick him up because, you know, the lake kid. We got to go get him. He's super courteous. He always crawls out of that <laughs> lake uh, with enough time for his clothes to completely dry <laughs> by the time I pick well, him up. <laughs> two minutes of walking and his hair is completely combed yeah. and his, his clothes are completely dry. That's magic thumb power. It is. Okay, but... <laughs> Now, and then we cut to this thing before he gets to the bus um, where we get a person laying in bed. We see his shadow over him flickering like on and off like he's, I don't know, manifesting himself into existence. And we get a close up of the person's ring that looks like Zeus or something. And we don't know what that is or what it relates to. And I've, I mean, if it is the priest, I don't remember another close up on a ring that he had. It is the priest. Do we ever get another, do we ever get a matching close up to? Maybe that's just his sleeping ring. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I, okay, fine. I know I put on a ring to sleep. Sure. <laughs> it helps. So, uh, but so what happens here is he transfers his thumb to his, the priest. His evil thumb. And now the priest... We don't actually know it's the priest yet. Okay. So we're kind of jumping ahead. I mean, sure. we'll know as the movie goes on. But again, if we don't fill these things in, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and we Because just, we, I will tell you, the first watch through, this movie did not make any sense. Nope. This, Second it's a, watch through, it made just enough sense that I could tell that it had made mistakes that made it so that it wasn't making if sense. If you watch it enough, everything will make kind of sense. Some sort, yeah, right. S- something like that. <laughs> is That's kind of it. So, yeah, so he appears in the priest's room while he's sleeping, and the priest grows his extra thumb now. So he's got a double thumb. Yes. But, okay, so... Oh, God, and I can't believe I'm trying to make sense of this, but... Here's the deal. <laughs> okay. My buddy Uden Gonzalez of Staunch TV on YouTube, check out the Staunch TV on YouTube, uh, actually is a fan of this movie and actually interviewed the writer who could give us no insight about any of this. 
for it was forced upon the filmmakers to add this whole uh. entire religious bookend uh, subplot to um, try to cash in on the success success of the Omen. Oh, it's it's from two clearly just just a spiritual successor to the Omen. Yes. So when this movie was written, it was pretty much just a high school reunion slasher kind of movie. All of this was shoehorned in by producers. Awful. And the writer couldn't really give any <laughs> insight. <laughs> sadly, uh, so I watched my buddy my my buddy's video here because I was like psyched. Out. I was like, oh, cool! I'll get a bunch of neat things to share here. <laughs> We'll figure it out now. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a it's a cool interview on Staunch TV, uh, on the YouTube's. Cool. Uh, it's still well, a, still a nice interview to watch and some <laughs> some fun stories about the production. But sadly, it it, it, yeah. it, it left me still wanting for answers, right? Which okay. I don't think exist. <laughs> That's it's good news because well, this, let's try to figure it out anyway. I'm gonna try because we figure out things on this show sometimes. I mean, the fact that the actors didn't know what was going on, the director yeah. didn't know what was going on, no. and the writer didn't know what was going on. Apparently, that's not true. And then when they sc- stop us, and then when they screen the movie, none of the audience knew what was going on. <laughs> good. We were okay, also good. very confused. That makes me happy. Okay. But, however, they had only seen it once. It's, see, that's the problem. We've seen it a few times. Well, th- so that's the thing about this movie is that this dude, whoever was directing this, thought that he was doing Kubrick. Like he really was like. He was apparently an idiot. I mean, the fact that he thought that on this budget he could make a Kubrick-style movie yeah. establishes that he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> but uh, but that's definitely the vibe you and get And this is it. his only movie he's ever directed. That's a shame. It because, is a shame because I mean, it shows promise. It's a unique. It, the movie is, if nothing, unique. Yeah. Like, it's definitely unique. <laughs> yeah. I think it's cool. Who I knows mean, what could be done with more experience skill and 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 monies in the future but i'm just imagining like coming home at three in the morning you know half asleep you sit down on the couch and this is on on usa up all night and you watch it and you try to make sense of it but the thing is you wouldn't watch it because you'd fall asleep in the first 10 minutes of staring at a still frame picture of the freaking grand canyon yeah um that's the problem with this movie is there's no hook like if you, when I first put this on, I was, yeah. you know, I wasn't expecting it to be the surrealistic exercise when I first watched it. No. So, so I put it on and I'm like expecting a slasher movie and I'm like, where are we meeting our characters? What's going on? And, and I'm just watching a kid walk out of a lake and well, after 10 minutes of staring at some rocks, I'm like, what am I watching? It's like, even, and it does not grab you. No, it's, <laughs> it, and it's so full of set up premises that don't even work. The movie is based clearly built around the seven deadly sins yes everyone is being killed by one of the seven deadly sins so how many characters would you like to put in a movie about the seven deadly sins i would go with six That's six sounds like perfect. a great number perfect it's perfect <laughs> ah! <laughs> what how incompetent do you have to be <laughs> to make a movie about the seven deadly sins and put six people in it and then not establish personalities for two of the characters? Mm-hmm. Did they not? I mean... What are the sins? I'm not very religious. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> so we, 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 got we covered greed. Glu- We got gluttony. We got that guy that's yep. always eating. There's greed, sloth, wrath, gluttony, uh, lust, envy, and something else. <laughs> I don't know what I just listed off. So they kind of just did their own thing with them. Basically, some of them. I mean, we're assuming that the lady with the shotgun is wrath. That's my assumption because she's just like super angry to her husband. She kills a bird. She's like shooting a shotgun while yelling at her husband. Are you sure wrath is a sin? Yes. 
Never heard that one. <laughs> Sorry, it is. <laughs> okay. Um, yep. So way to go. You've been you've been sinning without even knowing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So weird. Whatever. Not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Okay. So we get to this. Uh, what is this thing? It's the. Oh shit. Where are we? We're at the school. Okay. 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 It's a private school. Right. So we've got this business guy with a briefcase walking up to a dreamy backlit. Like this is a very Kubrickian kind of tr- mm-hmm. attempt at a shot. But again, their white balance was way the fuck off, so it doesn't <laughs> look right. It's got like sinister synth noises and blah blah blah. Be- <laughs> evil booping. Tons of evil beeping and booping. I love it. I love the score it's, in this movie. Some of it's great. Some of it's great. Some um, of it's straight up noodling. <laughs> so much noodling in this and so inappropriate. But okay, so the guy coming to the house says that he's like an inspector. He's an inspector from like a fire insurance company. Sure. And uh, he does and like a foghorn, leghorn, southern, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. gentry accent. Oh, I do say, sir, uh, <laughs> I'm here to inspect the property. And this is, he's inspecting the property for a school that's been shut down for years <laughs> that still has a janitor has for a some janitor. reason with a fully filled swimming pool inside. The absolutely clean, fully fully functional swimming pool. Makes the janitor sense. likes to use it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he goes to show him their Olympic-sized swimming pool, and our, our foghorn leghorn guy drops his keys by accident. Whoopsie. Whoop. And then our janitor's like, oh, you clumsy old man. You're too infirmed to pick up your keys. Allow me to do it for you. And he says, ha I'm not infirmed, produces a pistol, and shoots him, and then bloodlessly falls into the water. Uh, which is nice. And then he drags the body out of the water. And I love this point that you called out. And then, and then, and then starts making a plaster mask of this janitor, I, so he can be the janitor <laughs> to fool the people that are going to show up Who that I've don't never know. Seen the janitor? <laughs> never seen him. <laughs> they don't know what he looks like. Just be yourself. They don't know the difference, <laughs> or do they? Because he invited these people. He must know right. them from somewhere. Did this preacher go to school with them? Well, sure, but he could have just put on a mustache and he doesn't have to be a fucking life cast of this exact janitor. Yeah. That was an insane amount of work for no payoff for him. Well, the thing is, he's a method actor. Like, he really wants to get into his character. And this this is the thing. It's like, okay, so he's a priest. Why wasn't he an actor instead? Why wasn't this about an actor? Who was shunned by everyone at the school and then became a priest. Fuck, that makes sense. Why wouldn't you? I mean, I'm sure that's what it was before they said it has to be like the omen. Yeah. But then you could have just said. We already have an actor, though. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, But you could have said that he was. You can't have two. Unless they were rival actors, and that's why he's mad because the other guy became so big and famous that he was a jerk. But he could have been a super nice guy actor and got nowhere, and that, that fuels his bitterness. Sure. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. Whatever. Okay, so the bus arrives carrying all the kids, including our lake child, who is apparently the oh. avatar of Satan. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, we're not at that school with the thing anymore, or are we? I don't know. We're at a church. We're at, which a, we're at a church choir does the, practice. Does the church exist at the school? Yes. It does? Is it nearby, at least? I think it's... A, oh. 
I can't tell. Balls. Balls is right. <laughs> Balls. So this is going on at the <laughs> not same time because we find out I that our... I this was a flashback. No, this I is... I was... Like, this movie makes you think that, he, that the child is the priest as a kid. No. And he's, like, experiencing... And then th- some shit goes down in the locker room and you're like... Oh, this is the trauma that caused this priest later on to go crazy, and all these kids around him are the the kids later on. They're not. Maybe it was though, and it's like a Twilight Zone where he's talking with his former. So there's a Twilight Zone episode where the a woman That's comes true. back as a, as her younger self. Maybe it's that. <sighs> sure, sure, sure. Why but, not? But guess what? Here's the deal. We can break this shit down all we want, but no. it doesn't come no, into play at all. It doesn't. Like this movie is a, it's it's so bookended by this weirdness that the real movie lies sandwiched in between these two, yeah things that don't make sense. This all of the religious stuff is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially the stuff that's coming up here. So we got this weird thing. Um, so we'll get to it. But like, he's so these kids come in, they pour into the church. They go into a changing room and they put on their choir robes and they're in the middle of having some sort of like whatever. And some, one of the kids tells a dirty joke. Yeah. I love this. And line. and then the weird little kid from the lake doesn't laugh because he's lived at the bottom of a lake. So he doesn't understand <laughs> any context for this. So he had water in his ears. He, he also hear very he really well. had a lot of water in, like, and worms or whatever. <laughs> and he's so he doesn't laugh. And the kid pulls out a fucking switchblade and puts it to his throat and says, I told a joke. And you, you didn't, didn't laugh. laugh. I and, love that line. And then we cut away to them exiting the fucking room and nothing has happened and they don't resolve it at all. All they do in the end, I think, kind of maybe that he killed him for that. Yes, but it didn't resolve how he ended the standoff because the kid was out there singing. The kid put the knife away. He put mm. the knife away before the scene ended. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he was like, "Time to sing." Oh, what click? Oh, I missed that. Okay, That's I thought they just. Fast. I thought they just did not even resolve it. No, okay. they 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 didn't, but they did. Okay. <laughs> And then we cut back to the killer who has the victim laid out on a ta- on the table. He's like he's got a briefcase full of life casting supplies. He greases the guy up with Vaseline. Um, All of this is just such filler, too. It's so much filler. And it's especially weird because it's like I don't know what he's doing. All he has is like mold release. He doesn't even have latex with him. Like he pours this red shit in that I assume is the mold release. Look, the movie's going to assume that not everybody's made masks like you and just think he's doing the thing. I do like the fact that they poured like this bloody shit in there and it's like, (laughs) I guess that just because it looks cool. Yeah. Just like a, you know, this movie is very Italian too. Yes. It's got a lot of like giallo elements to it. Which is kind of cool for an American movie. Which I'm usually not a giant fan of. Late 70s. Yeah. But this movie is like, this movie is bonkers. Like, this is more of a stage fright level bonkers. Speaking of which, Uh, we should do stage fright. I've never seen that. I have it. I've yet to watch it. Let's do it. It's Uh, okie dokes. It is a crazy one. Tune in next week for stage fright, people. Yeah, I love that movie. You've heard it here first. Nice. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, whatever. He, uh, He does that and he coats the face and blah, blah, blah. And then we cut back to the locker. Uh, and that's that's where we do the the thing where the weird late kid has not laughed at the alpha child's joke. 
Um, so we get the fire and brimstone sermon after the kids stop singing. Uh, and, and this was a neat structuring device, I thought. With the, with the, yeah, preacher, oh, the, pre- the preachers going on about but different it, sins, and, and we're meeting all the characters we're going to meet. I think they sure. they melded in the shoehorned in bookend thing. They did, but nicely. they but again, it's like half of them make sense, and then the other half are just like, and this person is a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you've got so many of these things that are like legitimate sins. And there, he's he mentions them. You know, he's he says, yeah. You know, this one's lust. This one's this. This one's this. And then some of them, he's just like, and Tommy was mean to me in fucking grade school. <laughs> and the introductions. What do we get? We get our girl that's at the strip club, kind of thing with the most overacting drunk. I love him. Well, I, I, who? And what was her sin? She had bad taste in men. She I mean, I, down. I assumed she was sloth. That was my guess, was that she was sloth. Isn't that laziness? Yeah. She's not lazy. She's getting it all the time. She's like, yeah, she's out there. I mean, she could be lust. Yeah, I, I think mean, she was lust. I just assumed that from this, that that uh, the the woman who was gay was the, the lust, because it was the late 70s, and <laughs> nobody knew what the hell was going on. I don't know. That was really confusing. I don't know. So we meet her at the club. She's got a dumb, drunk man, and she announces that she's going away. So uh, bad. We meet our other girl who you said was Wrath, who I still don't yep. believe is an actual th- sin. Oh, but also, but <laughs> first we get the uh, we get the transition before that. His first thing, which I liked before he started actually explaining the sins, he was like, and there are people who make a game out of life. And the, and the fade in is to somebody playing chess. And that was that was his artsy, clever transition. Um and that is that guy is avarice. That guy's our greed. Uh, he's yeah. greed, yeah. So, whatever. He cancels his date and decides to go to the high school reunion. And that's what keeps happening is that they keep going. No fucking hey, a wrath is a sin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to look it up. I never heard that one. Uh, yes. So, uh, yeah, and then we go to the, the the drunk bar, which is apparently a strip club, but nobody strips. They've got that, like, strip DJ guy. It's a but sexy dance bar. It's a sexy dance bar. Cool. You watch the girl sexy dance. True. But it's then, all I could afford. <laughs> yeah. That, the conversation that the two drunks have is so painful. Yep. It felt improvised because it's so poorly written. It I was think the, it was, and that guy was just such a... A bad you know, drunk. Let me tell you. No, know, let me tell you. I drank a lot. Sure. But there's a difference blah, 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 between blah, 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 uslessness blah, blah, blah. and studliness. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever that means. Yep. Uh, okay. Moving on. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, so we cut to a guy getting a burger because he eats because he is <laughs> gluttony. gluttony. And his girlfriend is the waitress at the car hop. And she has a son. This, this. is so weird. This is just astronomically insane. And it makes no sense, and it doesn't play into anything later on either. Like it she, doesn't play into anything, she dri- and then like, she drives off and le- He runs away, and she's like, okay, I'll drop you off at whatever you have to do. <laughs> I'll bring you to your high school reunion after you. <laughs> after my son slammed your finger ran, in the door, oh, ran away. Uh, okay, I'll go find my 10-year-old later after I drive you to your little shindig. Wow, yeah. And the thing is, like, that kid never comes into play. She, she never comes into play. Like, nope. why did we even have that scene with that girl and that kid or anything? 
No. Why couldn't it have just been him being like eating a burger and then being like, all right, I guess I'll go. He, yeah. he, the little kid hurts his fingers, like so he's got like two bandaged fingers. That never comes into play. Yeah. Like none of that shit with the kid in the diner or anything had anything to do with anything. Sh- I mean, there he should have just been. He should have just been like been ordering something. like three number threes. You know what I mean? Just to show yeah. he's a glutton, I guess. If you want to play that card for some ass reason, uh, from the waitress, like he never had to be friends with her or get a ride there. Or it's not like he didn't have a car. No, like absolutely. he didn't have a car to get away in. Like nothing of this plays out for this character. Yeah, it's. Okay. <laughs> so yes, except uh, for he seemed like a he seemed selfish, but that's not a sin. He did, yeah, he definitely did. Um, yeah, he seemed like a dick. Yeah. So now we get the wrath, who I assume is wrath. Um, is she's in a sun hat? She's shooting skeet. She's got a butler. And I love her backstory yeah. and introduction slash thing here. Yeah. And her husband comes up and. She basically makes it a point that they're not getting along. They're doing their own thing, and they don't have a have a babysitter because she's not going to have any kids. Yeah. And then instead she of yells shooting at him for not having children, she's like, "No." Oh, and why is that? We know why that is. No, the husband says that. Like, she won't give the kid. I think. Oh. Yeah, that's her thing. She's like, she won't have a baby. The husband's pissed off about oh, that nice. or not. So like, she's in control here with that. And then when he drives off, she has her butler switch from clay pigeons to. <laughs> Real pigeons, and she kills a literal a pigeon. Yeah. Like that's her introduction. Like I thought that was a badass introduction to that it character. Yep, and it sets up that she knows how to use a gun and things that'll pay off. It's not that so much won't, but like the, the whole shooting the bird, the whole shooting the bird will play off into that, an ironic. That is little true. Thing there is a there's like. a funny little thing. Yeah, there. um, but yeah, mm. so. Killer continues to cut heads out of the uh, out of the yearbook with a scalpel. Uh, he, we hear him talking about pride, and then we're introduced to the self-absorbed actor. Uh, so he's definitely the sin of pride, and he's yep. also a dick. Uh, honestly, they're all dicks. They're all dicks. I, I can't think of anybody in the cast who isn't a dick. Well, the, the, the lust girl isn't. The girl from a strip club. She's not a dick, and neither is the lesbian. Yep. Neither of those two. Uh, ex- except the lesbian not letting her girlfriend come with her because she was embarrassed about being a lesbian. Yeah, she's got some complex issues. Then again, that is this is a this late is the, 70s. This is the 70s. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's kind of progressive that we even have a lesbian couple character. Agree. And it's played as they are a couple as opposed to yes. like played for anything else. Yep. So I mean, th- there is something. So she's to be kind said of a dick for, for not letting her. I mean, I guess true that's, to herself. But again, time period. And that was one of the things that he talks about too. Was, uh, who was the one that got that got drowned? That's the uh, strip club girl. Strip club girl, and, and it was something about her makeup was. A sin, apparently. He said it's so hard to make out some of the dialogue in this movie yeah. too, because again, the the prints that would are, explain the, the, why he was dressed whole, as a clown. The whole release are sh- is shitty. Like some of the dialogue sounds crap. You can't make it out. I can't believe that I could just say that just casually about this movie. Oh yeah, that's probably why he was dressed like a clown. When yes, he murdered her. that's why the priest was dressed like a clown when he killed a girl <laughs> in the bathroom. So true. Okay, he so, says something about her makeup too, but I couldn't make it out. Yeah. Like I couldn't. He was just like for years you've. Shun so, your makeup on others. Now it's time to go down the drain. It's yes, a, that's wait, true too. He did say something about that, but he also said that he that you've serviced other people. Now it's time to service yourself. 
I think that's what he said. It didn't make any sense, though. It doesn't make any goddamn no, sense. No, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know if he was saying something and I couldn't actually make out what he was saying. Nah, yeah. Punch this movie. Because the audio is so true. not that great. Okay. It's a rough watch. <laughs> Sometimes it gets a little infuriating. Mm. Uh, okay, so everybody pulls up to the reunion. Uh, the glutton and his wife are arguing about her son running away. <laughs> which, <laughs> which is hilarious, though. <laughs> because Hold on, I can't play with you. i got to go look for our 10-year-old son that I know ran away, but I'm still driving you up here first, and I'll, I'll go find him eventually. <laughs> I figured I'd do a couple of errands before <laughs> I went looking for him. Cool. Check out the blue light special at Kmart. Yeah, and, uh, things are And maybe swing by the theater and see if he's there watching that monster movie you gave him a buck to go see. <laughs> All right, so uh, three of them get together in pantomime playing football while one of the women sings, and it is literally the most cringy thing I've seen in a very I long time. Love it. It it hurt <laughs> my it hurt my face. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, poorly acted janitor shows up who we know is the killer in disguise he opens the door for him and then disappears and gluttony and greed have a conversation about how their football trophies disappeared <laughs> which is also pointless yeah and and I love how like uh, I love how they're surprised that nobody else is there either like y'all y'all saw the parking lot right it was just your cars like who did you expect to see? There's no other cars there at all. And they walk in there and like, well, where is everybody? Like, you weren't wondering that in the parking lot? <laughs> and I also think they use like three separate takes at this <laughs> on, on purpose. Like, I'm sure. They repeat the same things like, where the hell is everybody? Who cares? Let's eat. Where the hell is everybody? Who gives a damn? Let's eat. <laughs> <laughs> that, that pattern is repeated like three times in a row here. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. But they get in there and it's all decorated and there's food everywhere and there's welcome class of 67 banners and there's some uh, hokey music playing over the PA. Yep. And uh, so they just go to town and eat. They do. And of course, uh, Gluttony eats the most. Yeah. He's like really going to town. Um, I'm so surprised they didn't get a fat guy for the role. It is shocking uh, because it's it's hard to call it Gluttony if he's like an athlete who is keeping his shape by working out a lot and he eats a lot because he's like a football guy and they don't even have any like it doesn't the, the, really count the as kills don't match think. up really with the sins no either. they don't so it's not like not. it's not like oh you've got to eat poison because you're a glutton now right. or like no, no food comes into play with his death so sets him on fire yeah <laughs> <laughs> what and this you i mean like, you like to cook a lot of food now oh, you get cooked you get you know what? I mean, if, I'm freaking reaching big time. If he'd said that, <laughs> I would have been fine with that. If the puppet said that. It's all about the puppet. So um, so this part where they pan back, we get the camera panning way back, and we realize that they're all sitting on the same side of the table, and we've got a fucking like straight-up uh, Last Supper. Even I got this. And it's like... I'm terrible at okay. symbolism and things. <laughs> because it's their last supper. Sure as hell is, bud. That that is a that is like <laughs> such a surface level of metaphor. That's why I got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh but it's a great shot though. It is a great shot. You're right. It does look good. A lot of the shots in this are really great. It was shot pretty well a lot. I feel like even though everybody seems to think that this guy is an idiot, I I do think that there was a level of competence in the setups mm -hmm. of the shots. Yep. Uh, I don't think that there was competence in the understanding of the script. 
Like I think the direction or the direction of the actors, right? But yes, it did for the most part, despite its roughness on film. Like look nice, yeah, look some well plotted out, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like the blocking looks good. Yes, like that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> oh well, okay. So greed guy goes off with one of the women. I don't know which one because they all look the same. Wrath. Okay, it was wrath, and they go to call somebody that they go to call somebody's mom that was sending somebody's Christmas cards. I d- sure. Right? Sure. <laughs> I have no idea. They're wondering why they're all there. Where is everybody? So they're like, we should call this other guy that was weird and lived with his mom. And it's like, I still get Christmas cards from her and his mom. Why? why? And that never plays out to anything. Unless they're saying that that weirdo was the priest. It's, that's, that's what I think. That's the only thing that makes sense. But is I if it wish was they had like just one flashback scene or something to confirm something. that that was what was going on. I just like wish if I, you like answers in your movies, this won't give it to you. Like no <laughs> answers to anything. I mean, no. is the priest actually angry at them? Does the priest want to kill them? Or was he possessed by a demon and the demon is killing them for no fucking reason? I feel like he's in cahoots with the demon. That's I think he summoned the demon. Yeah, I think he's tight with him. Okay. Because he says at the end, like, he knows, like, that oh, body's right, because, in the trunk and he's just like... Oh, they're uh, hanging out at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, the, oh, yeah, and he's in the puppet suit. So, yeah, they're, they're like, they're doing a little Who's thing Who's in the together. puppet suit? The child. Kid's not in the puppet suit. Absolutely. Kid's hiding in the lake. Kid is in the puppet suit. Nobody's in the puppet. Child is in the puppet suit. Disagree. I, magic 100%. puppet. Okay, could be a magic puppet. It wouldn't matter. I can't believe I never ever thought that that kid would be in the puppet suit, but he's not. I don't think he is. Why? He's in the lake. He's not in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back. He stays there. He hangs out. I think if that kid was in the puppet suit, we would have seen a, a, a one shot of the puppet taking his mask off. They keep that super ambiguous because it is just a puppet. It could be. I mean, for uh, this, when this that puppet the, comes alive at the end, like that wouldn't have shocked me if that kid was in it. This is the most. This is going to have to be the most frustrating episode of this podcast we've ever <laughs> done for people listening yeah. because we've got nothing and we can't answer a single question. And they're like, "Shit, mom and dad are fighting." I mean. It's, <laughs> I'm not fighting. I'm, I'm going with I'm going with magic puppet. I'm going to disagree. I don't okay. think that kid was in that suit. All right. We're going to do a poll after this. Is it a magic puppet or is the kid in the puppet suit? Yes. Okay. Um, Press one for yes, yes, two for no. Please call in your votes. <laughs> oh, now. we need to do a 976 number. Yeah. Like, like you need to make that days. damn too busy watching 976 evil 2 t-shirt. <laughs> two. Uh, I tried to find one online to buy and I couldn't. Okay. I'll make one for you. All right, so <laughs> our carefree blonde who's divorced and carefree and whatever. She's having fun. I guess she's not slothful. She's just having too much fun. <laughs> um, okay, she wants to go outside. So she goes looking for the janitor, and she finds him dead. With maggots. With maggots. So whatever, they you know they scream, ah, oh my God, then who let us in if he's been dead for days? Who was that guy? And he's got a rubber mask in his hand. And they're like, oh, no, rubber mask. It must have been a guy who's a master of disguise, <laughs> even though we don't know what he looked like. So we don't remember that he looked like the janitor, but fuck it doesn't matter. Oh, and she also tries to leave, but she can't because there's gates all over the windows now. Yep. Bars on the windows, locked doors, you know. And she's banging on this gate. And this is super cool. 
Yep. We get the Grim Reaper showing up, <laughs> and he starts banging on the outside of the windows with his scythe and, yep. and laughing to beat the band. Yeah, that's pretty fun. And then we end on a really cool still shot of his face just laughing. It's good because it's not just a skull. It's also got like weird blood lines in, the, awesome in the skull. Looking. It's a good looking. Yeah. It's a good looking mask. Um, so they all gather in the band room and they're like, "Hey, has this music been playing this whole time? Maybe we should go to the AV room and see if there's something there." And this has one of my favorite lines in this whole movie right here. Okay. I actually very much enjoyed this. He's like, "What are we gonna do if there's somebody in here?" Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out. What are we going to do if there's somebody in there? Ask, Let's find out. Ask what, them what's going on. Maybe? Let's find out what we're going to do mm. if there's someone in there by walking in. He's like, we'll know because we're walking into the room and then we'll have our answer, <laughs> which is really, really weird. And I, I kind of love the line. Mm. I don't know why. It doesn't like anything else in this. It doesn't make sense, but it's kind of fun. Uh, okay. So they see somebody lounging in a an office chair, and they're, like, crawling on their hands and knees. I, I, I love this. It's so weird. They're, like, they're literally, like, military crawling across the floor. One of them's got uh, the uh, the jock has a crowbar. He grabbed a crowbar, yep. And he's, or, or no, the other one. Uh, that he conveniently leaves there afterwards. No, Greed has the, has the crowbar. Okay, yep. Which is why it's weird. He's like, okay, man, turn around. You know, tell me what's going on or I'm going to bash your head in. Come on, man. And, you know, he's not talking. And then eventually our big jock guy gets tired of waiting and rushes over, spins the chair, and the and the magical the puppet. The magical puppet, thank you. <laughs> the magic puppet has a flamethrower. And it lights a dude up. Crotch first. Torches this dude. <laughs> Starting at the groin. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's how you set people on fire. If it had been lust, that would have made sense. Mm. Your groin is on fire. <laughs> I get it. Great. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm I'm over it. I'm, but I've nope, stopped he cooks being a glutton. Angry. He cooks him. He mm, cooks a glutton. Like, and... like, like a delicious turkey. Yep. Okay. And the other guy's like, oh, crap, I'm going to drop my crowbar and get out of here. <laughs> yes. And does. Yeah, he does. And then uh, one of the women, uh, Wrath, must be, she finds an open door. She makes a run for it. And she starts running down the hill like a fucking, like, Steven Seagal. It's so clunky. She's got, like, she's got Steven Seagal well, She's arms. wearing, like, heels, too, running <laughs> through a field, I think. So it's so like, bad. Yeah, she can't walk very well. And she's going downhill. So yeah. it's a kind of really raggedy, Andy kind of flabby, flabby. Yeah. Uh, she finds a tent in the on the property of the school, and she sees that there's a duck decoy there, and she's like, oh, someone just must be hunting on the property of the old abandoned school that has a fence around it that has locked us in, and they too are locked in here. Uh, when he walks up and he's wearing a very obvious fake mustache and a very <laughs> obvious fake wig and a very obvious weird outfit... He's dressed like a fucking SCTV skit about hunters. He's awesome. He's he's awesome. Uh, and he does. And she says hello, but he doesn't say a damn thing. And then he just keeps walking up. And then he sets his gun down and goes, "I make it a point not to speak to anybody while I'm holding my gun. Thank find you. it rude. Find it rude. <laughs> I love that line. 
find it rude. I find it rude. It's not rude to constantly to, to, to totally ignore you while walking towards you with a gun. Nope. Totally. But normal. it'd be rude if I acknowledged your existence while holding this. <laughs> totally normal. Okay. And this is just like this is why, and this is all the pre, uh, the priest too, yes. in all these disguises. And he just puts on such a great show. And this is also, sadly, this actor's only movie, which is unfortunate because he's a great character actor when he does all these different things. And imagine how cool a sequel to this movie could have been if you were in a different predicament and this guy was doing his little shtick of everything again. There's just so much more we could have had from this character. Before I knew what was going on with this movie, I was positive that this was a Tommy Wiseau situation. That this was the director of the movie, this was the writer of the movie, okay, yep. and this was a vanity project, and he was a multimillionaire, yeah. and he was like, I'm a great actor, I've got to show all of my stuff that I can do, and I've got this brilliant script that's going to show off all of this stuff mm-hmm. that I do, and you know, and it cost $50 million to make or something. But yeah, uh, he's got a funny name too. I he think it's... has a hilarious name. Do you have it right there? I don't. It's like Fink Better? It's, it's something like that. But uh, yeah, he he puts on. Uh, so he shows up with this hunter, and so so she. The dialogue's great here. <laughs> she thinks he's gonna walk her to safety, and he's slowly like dicking around with her, and then she gets ahead because she's impatient, obviously, to get back to her soon-to-be-murdered friends, and so she goes a little bit ahead. And I love it when she's like, "Can we hurry up, please?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot about your friends, <laughs> the ones that were just <laughs> mentioned like a literal twenty seconds ago." Yep. So I have other interests aside from hunting. I like reading Shakespeare, particularly the romantic sonnets. <laughs> so bad. Hold on one second. I gotta go get my duck. Yeah, he runs back for his um duck decoy. Yep. Hands it to her. She trips, throws it in the air. Oh, well, he he aims a gun at her. He and then she's like, "Oh shit!" So she throws she the duck to go to run. He shoots the duck instead of her. And it's brilliant. Yeah, I guess. Brilliant because it's parodying the sure, beginning shot of course. With her. and it's just funny it, like it it, 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 was it weird. adds that little sadistic streak to him there where he's like yeah. teasing her you know, yes with a shotgun so that makes him kind of a big bad <laughs> but then but then this this incomprehensible thing happens where she's like all right i gotta run away so she runs away and then somehow through satan magic maybe uh the kid in the lake helps him teleport I, she basically runs lake lair. directly into him again. Oh, he teleports. He does. He definitely <laughs> she teleports. She runs a bunch far away, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, crap. He's, he's right, right there in yeah, front of he's her. he's right yep. in front of her. Impossible. But that's yes. where, that's why I'm so saying, squeaky, like, sorry. this movie is, oh, shit, I forgot the WD-40 again. Damn it. Buy a Coast City comic, buy a t-shirt at Coast buy City Comics so we can so afford, can afford WD-40. WD-40. <laughs> that's our new catchphrase. Yes. Um. But that's why I'm saying, like, I think this is there's a supernatural aspect to this. Oh, there. That's mean, why absolutely. the puppet's alive. It's not just a kid okay, in a yeah, costume. No, you could be like, right. This is this is another part of his power. Like he's guided by this force, the satanic force, to kill these people. I think. Sure. Where he's not so yeah. much possessed, but he's aided. I feel. Yes, and I definitely like it. It definitely uh, seems like he is. So he was slighted by these people when he was in high school. This is oh, this is how I'm reading this. Okay. He was slighted by these people. He then sells his soul to the devil or makes a pact with Satan 
to avenge his, you know, his terrible high school experience. He wants to kill these people who humiliated him when he was younger, even though they didn't provide a humiliating experience. They didn't show a young him being humiliated mm-hmm. by them. If there was a fucking carry moment or something, that's all we need. All we needed was them pulling his pants down at a track meet or something. Slaughter like, high. Oh no! <laughs> now I'm gonna murder everyone. Yep. But we don't get that, unfortunately. Um, and so he's he hires. So why would Satan be helping him kill sinners? Wouldn't he be like all about that shit? Because they're not really sinners. Because he's overreacting. <laughs> you know, he's clearly like. He's clearly making stuff up. He's like, Satan, I want to kill these sinners. And Satan's all like, well, they're not really sinners. He's like, but I want to kill them. He's like, okay, well, I like killing. He loves Power Satan granted. Loves, <laughs> Satan loves killing. Yeah. I, uh, God, this movie. Okay. The actor's name is T.G. Finkbinder. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Um, T.G. Uh, Finkbinder. Finkbinder. Um, I want to know what those T.G. stands for. I do, too. Uh, all right. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. So, uh, we find out that, uh, we go back to another scene of them hanging around, mm-hmm. around a corpse in the, in the band room. So they're just like sitting there crying, blah, blah, blah. They break apart into little groups at some point. Because obviously you'd split up. Obviously. (laughs) And the actor runs into a room and he finds the corpse of the quarterback. No, he ran there to get his crowbar because they had the bright idea to start a fire. Now what? Yes, that's how he he finds... How, how do you use a crowbar to start a fire? The, the quarterback who's ball burnt, right? Yes. Wearing a football helmet. Yeah, yes. He found him because he ran back to get the crowbar because they had the idea to start a fire so they would get help. So the fire department would respond. Or at least that's what I thought. But then when they get the crowbar, they use it to pry open the furnace. So I think they were just trying to start a fire in the chimney so it would make smoke. And then they'd see like the school wasn't abandoned. So it would just be smoking. Which, which, it's which, insane. It was totally is that insane. What was going That's on? what's going on. They went to get the crowbar to open up the furnace. It's like a Resident Evil game. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> but so um, awful. But I like when they said like we could start a fire to get help. I was like, yeah, that's cool. You right. can burn, set the burn place it, on fire. Set the place well, on they fire. They can't afford to do that. No. This movie costs twelve so that bucks. Was, I, that was their plan was to what set out smoke signals. Hope somebody looks up hope in the sky so. and says, "Hey, weird. There's smoke coming out of the abandoned high school." Whatever. In the middle of the woods. <laughs> I mean, we'll get right on it. <laughs> you, you know who probably did that? The janitor that clearly fucking lives there. Yeah. Somebody's got to upkeep that pool. <laughs> yeah. Nope. No thanks. But, uh, okay, so I guess none of that really works. But um, we now cut to the auditorium. A dynamite scene. Yes. Highlight. Yeah, there's a weird sword stuck in the floor, and you see somebody who's wearing, like, spats pull it out of the floor. It makes a patoing noise, and the people downstairs hear that noise, and they're like, something's going on in the auditorium. We've got to go investigate. Or you could just not. Patoing. Sounds like such a uh, Don Martin sound. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) exactly. And so now our killer has gone full fade to black here, and mm. he is dressed as a weird gangster mime. I bet you're all wondering why <laughs> I invited you here. 
Totally. You I... are now all my <laughs> earthly wards, and it is time to rest these weary bones. Uh, no. Balls. Oh, is that ball? Is that what the <laughs> <No>. captions say? <laughs> if you watch this with YouTube's automated <laughs> captions, he does say, time to rest these time weary balls. to rest these weary balls. Which is hilarious. Great stuff. My new catchphrase. It's my new, like, it's, it, that's going to replace, like, time to go to bed. Time yeah. to hit the sack. <sighs> time to rest these weary balls. Time to rest these weary <laughs> balls. So now a giant puppet starts dancing on the stage. A magic puppet. Clearly a magic puppet. I'm. You know what? I'm. I saw that eye roll. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm actually. I'm. I'm kind of coming around to you. Yes. Come to my magic puppet side. I kind of believe it. Uh, I also believe that this poem that he's reading sucks. Um, the, so, as he's reading this thing, and everyone's being distracted by how shitty this fucking thing is. The puppet grabs a sword as he yells, "He will not be cheated." <laughs> what? Whatever, and just as he does that, a sword drops from the ceiling and goes straight into Pride's head, and he dies twitching. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's very tempera paint, like red. It's yep. like very. Um, and what other movie? Blood feast. Looking. Do you get blood. a person doing this crazy soliloquy while a magic puppet dances and a crazy ass Arabian sword falls from no, the ceiling I... straight into somebody's dome? Like, yeah. It, Man, this movie brings like again nothing if not unique. <laughs> yeah, it's got some. <laughs> this is a one of a kinder. <laughs> yeah, it is one of a kind. So, all right. So, wrath and whatever this other lady is, maybe lust. They have a fight, and they just kind of argue with each other. Blah blah blah. Greed goes for a walk by himself. <laughs> again, insane. And greed runs after. Uh... After um the priest, after he's done his poem, he chases after him. That's where he's going. Oh, okay. But then he just walks around an office for like ten minutes, and he's like, he's like poking around, and we've got that frying egg soundtrack sound yep. again. It's and it's not wrath. She got shot by the hunter. This is the oh, lesbian right. and the um the lusty. Right, right. <laughs> so those two, and uh, he finds the yearbook with all the with all the pages cut. Oh, is this going to be the scene where he puts it all together and finds out who the killer is by looking at the book? No, it is not. He doesn't put anything together. He looks this at the book. This is where and that nothing. would happen. <laughs> they even set it up to happen, I and it know. doesn't happen. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so crazy that they can literally just like it's like they know they understand what they're supposed to do, and they just forget. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like here's where he looks in the front of the book, and everybody's like signed. Like we see the priest's name, come like on, all the buddy, autographs signed to him. You know there. what I mean? That's exactly you're so close. Just walk up to it. You, come on, just just swing. All you need to do is swing. Yep. Just, you're gonna knock it out of the park if you swing, <laughs> and you bunt it. Nope. nope. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking whiffed it. Whiffed it. Uh oh well. So those two have a moment in the bathroom where they're kind of like apologizing to each other. And, uh, and you know, they're, like, finally getting along, and then the killer shuts. Uh, Lust forgets her bracelets in there, right. so she runs back in there, and then the bathroom door is shut and locked behind her, and the priest is now a clown. He's now dressed as a clown. And this is where clown. he gives his makeup thing, which, again, I had a hard time making out some of the words and don't truly yeah. understand what this girl's 
problem was is no nope, i don't i don't get any of it but I he mean, tells her like he did something with makeup and now it's time to go down the drain you wore makeup and went to a bar you yeah. should die that's pretty much what happens and that's here. pretty much the deal and then we get a not fun kill yeah um, i a hundred percent agree i hated this yep. this was this was way 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 too too torturey hateful and- yeah. Yeah. This was this was like this was like anti woman horror. This is like the stuff that when people say horror movies are anti women. Yep. And you're like, no, you don't get it. And it's like, oh yeah, did you see this? Ah and like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you, you win this one. You got me on this one. <laughs> this was definitely an anti woman thing going on here. Yep. <laughs> Somebody so had an issue. He kind of terrorizes her with the shower, just getting her all wet, yep. kind of like that, and then drowns her in a sink. Yep. Uh, and it goes on for a long time with no music and yeah. it's just very raw yeah, like this scene ugh. yeah i mean and it's also one of those things where you're like it seemed unpleasant for the actress you know what i mean oh, yeah. like like you see it and and it do- like, well that's the thing he keeps repeatedly shoving her face into the sink full of water yeah and it doesn't cut for a long time like this mm. is a long take I mean, that's yeah. that's part of the that's part of what makes it uncomfortable you just keep watching this yeah, long yeah. one take shot of Nothing looks fun here. <laughs> no, no, it does not. It it's looks, not fun to watch. No, it's not great. Uh, whatever. Okay, so after that is done, then we get to another one. Like another inexplicable thing. Every yeah. fucking thing is inexplicable. There's not a second of this movie that makes us one lick of sense. But now the killer's dressed, I guess, as what he thinks a lawyer dressed is like. Yeah, I think so. Sure. He's just got a mustache and a, a suit coat. <laughs> yes. A suit and a mustache, just like a real lawyer. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I'm a lawyer now. Uh, my name's Miguel Sanchez. <laughs> um, so he, he holds a gun on greed, and we get the titular line kind of here. He's like, I'm going to redeem you all or whatever. Uh, and... Nobody really knows what that means. Like, nah. how do you redeem someone? He basically tells him that he's a shyster lawyer who yep. frees the baddies, but doesn't really have the criminal mind in mind. Like, maybe if he was a criminal, he would be better. It's so it stupid. It makes no sense. So stupid. Either way, they wrestle with the gun. The priest gets shot here in the abdomen. He does. Oh, he does. That comes into play later. Holy shit! That's what happened. Thank God. I could not figure that out. I thought that was when greed got shot. No, he gets shot in the abdomen first, and then then the priest ends up doing another big rant and turns the gun around, then shoots greed in the head. Yeah, that's right. That was when he uses his his powers of preaching to mm-hmm. overcome. <laughs> his, his, uh, he powers through that. He pain. powers through it by by saying stuff about the sins yes yeah okay that's right um so but also during this thing he finally asks why he's killing them and this is the perfect opportunity for us to have our flashback we find out why he's doing it now right absolutely we're gonna go back to the incident that started it all oh sweet just kidding he's going to say (laughs) because greed is bad and having sex is bad and doing other things is bad (laughs) and i'm redeeming you and we Boop. don't know what any of it means. <laughs> Big tussle ensues, blah, blah, blah. He uses his super righteousness power to overcome greed and shoots him in the head. Yep. Then, um, 
uh, the lesbian character. Yes, she's our final. I, I hate having to identify this person as that. But I mean, <laughs> just, but this movie gives us nothing. I don't yeah. know a single. I knew that one of them was named John. <laughs> okay, you know more than me. That that was it. I didn't know a single person. But again, they gave us one thing about her. Yeah, she is a lesbian. Does that period. so that so that listeners is why I'm identifying yes, as her. As her <laughs> if you've seen the movie, you know why. Because yeah. literally, she was given that characteristic. That is her trait. That is all we know. One line where she says. Hi, how's it going to someone next to her? And that's it. Yep. <laughs> we know nothing else about this person. We don't know her name. We don't know a goddamned thing. So she's running to see the gunshot when she hears that. And that's where she gets scared by the priest who pops out. Yep. And she runs and she ends up running back into the auditorium. Right? Yes, she runs into the auditorium and she has a little bit of a moment here where she's like, She's having her full-on, like, nervous breakdown. She's, yep. like, clutching at, like, this pillar that's on the stage and just, like, openly weeping. And she's just, like, falling apart. And then the priest kind of crawls up from below. And he's got a gun. And he's like, why did you make me run? I could die of a heart attack <laughs> from the line. exertion. I love it. I, I, I don't know what that is. I mean, I assume that that was sloth. That he is exhibiting sloth currently, but she's cl- she's not sloth. Maybe he's sloth. Yeah, that's the seventh. That's Jesus why there's only six people in him. Christ. Everything makes sense now. Burp, burp, burp. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, somehow she gets the gun. Uh, he gives it to her, he right? Basically, <clears throat> he pretends that he's dropped it, and she takes it, and she's like, ah, now I've got you. I'm going to shoot you, but she doesn't know how to use it or... I think she's just mustering up the courage. You, you don't just shoot anybody lightly. Like, even, even if guy? even if this guy's killed all your friends, like shooting some like it's a, yeah. When you a put yourself deal. in those shoes, like yeah, it's not like <laughs> it is a big deal. Everybody could say they just pop him, but like yeah. yeah, until you're actually doing it, I bet that's a weird feeling. But um, and she doesn't know that there's an enormous magical puppet behind her. She's going to. <laughs> she will know soon, and the puppet kills her. That scene just made my jaw drop. And it wouldn't if I knew that kid was in the puppet thing. So I don't feel that kid was the puppet. I feel like that was this sure. thing that he was controlling. Because he even makes like a symbol. Like he kind of like makes a gesture with his arm. I thought he was like spelling the puppet to do his bidding while he was on the ground but dying. That's what I gathered. I think that the kid is magical. I don't think that he's magical. He doesn't say like, Lake Boy, help! <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay, here's... Okay, let's combine our theories. Okay. I think Lake Boy transformed into the evil puppet. Ooh, I like that. I can roll with that one. Okay. I think that makes more sense. And he's doing he's doing the bidding of the priest because he's basically a demon that he's summoned using his magical extra thumb. And he is the priest's puppet. See? To do his bidding. Yeah. Okay, there All we go. That makes sense. All right. We're so- both right. <laughs> We're both right. Uh, okay, so everybody's dead now. He's won. The priest is won. And so we go, we cut back to the church, and the priest is finishing up his sermon, and we get that moment where he shakes everybody's hands as they're leaving the church. The kids from the choir leave, and the devil's apprentice, you know, is kind of absent because he's back in the locker room planting a bloody buck knife on somebody. I don't get this at all. 
I think he's framing somebody, but we don't know whose locker he's putting it into. No. We don't know anything. Neither did audiences, apparently. N- no. I, I don't, again, I don't think the writer did. Yeah. Nope. He said he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. Okay. So, whatever. It, it, the and thing, then it's I not thought... even the knife that he threatened him with. No. He threatened him with a switchblade, and this is like some sort of buck knife. Yeah. Boo. And then we see that there's a body in the trunk of a car. Is that the boy that told the joke? I assume, but I mean... But we only see him so little, and then we see... This is an hour he's later. A, he's got a hugely identifying shirt, but we don't see that But we that never shirt. saw that in the first place. Yeah. We saw him. He was wearing... <laughs> he was the, wearing the choir boy outfit. <laughs> I take everything back about what I said about this director. He is fucking incompetent. <laughs> yeah. There is so much incompetence in this movie. Again, I, I think this was forced upon them. And yes. I think oh, it, absolutely. And, and I think it was maybe a spiteful forcing where he's just like, well, fuck, I don't want to do this anyway, so fuck it. We'll just oh my do it God. like this. I think it, maybe like he was purposely leaving things out for not caring because it's like, Ben, they want the damn religious thing. We'll put the damn religious thing in. Like, that doesn't make sense. Who cares? They got their Who religious cares? thing. We got the church. We got a weird boy. <sighs> I put the Redeemer freaking quote of the arm of the Redeemer coming out of the lake. Like, I gave them their religious shit. Yeah, like, I think that's what he was, and just threw it a hissy fit instead of actually making a competent uh, bookend, which could be really unique if it made sense. Sure, like, but this is this is what kills me about this. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of incompetence in this movie, okay, so we go at the end. You know, let's just assume that he's framed somebody for this murder. Yep, and then he. <laughs> The bus driver takes him back to the lake. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Bye, Lake Boy. See, <laughs> see you on Monday. Have a good weekend on the lake. Oh God. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. Every time I mention that, it just freaks me out again. That that it's just not addressed that the bus driver is just totally cool with dropping this child off at the lake <laughs> to just walk into the lake and disappear. Um <laughs> Okay. You gotta admit though, it is a surreal visual. It's so surreal, so <laughs> so surreal. I mean, why a bus? It's like it's why just, a bus? Why the why lake? I he, like it. I like the lake. The lake's fine. Yeah. Just have him walk to the fucking church. He doesn't need to get picked up by a bus. It could just that's, be close to the goddamned lake. That's what makes it double <laughs> weird. Though. It does. It makes it so weird. Okay. So again, back to his incompetence. So we get this scene after he goes to the lake where the priest goes up and he's undressing and he's like, oh, my side where I got shot. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like a reveal, like, oh, my God, it was the priest the whole time. Yeah. We knew it was the priest. Yeah. The- <laughs> What's happening? Was did that did the director really think that was going to shock us? Well, it is kind of shocking. We don't really see him. Well, except for the except for the mustache, the fake mustache as a lawyer was the closest we actually saw to his normal face, like guess, without man. anything on it. So it's I kind mean, of my first watch through. I knew it was the priest. Okay. By moment, by minute fifteen, I mean when he was the one yelling over the whole thing, it kind of gave the game away. Yeah. But considering he's literally spelling out the sin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, whatever. So, but at this point in the movie, like, you don't really care, like, who the no, like they didn't give us again. They didn't give us any of that backstory. Like, that's where he, 
we should have found some clue in the yearbook or something to be like, oh my gosh, yes. this guy's absolutely. Oh my gosh, this guy's uh, this guy became a priest, and oh my gosh, we're all dying because of these sins. Like nobody ever says that, nobody ever connects that to like make this a reveal. Yeah, <laughs> it's he just d- like, whoop, yep, this is a guy doing it because he doesn't kill people <laughs> according to to the seven deadly sins. Yeah, if he had literally killed them, like again, stuffing the guy full of food, like poisoning yep. him or whatever, like expansion foam in his stomach so he bloats up or yeah, something well, that'd be like. Cool. So some sort of crazy shit like that, and each one of them like have a Bible verse stuck to his chest or whatever, yeah. something that explains what's happening. <laughs> we don't get any of that, and so it makes the rest of it so much more confusing. Yeah. So once it is revealed, you're like, oh, okay. Even yeah. if you didn't know it was a priest, you're just like, okay, so, I guess it was that guy. I guess it was that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so the priest is rubbing his wound with his with his weird double thumb. Which we're only really seeing now, right? Yeah, I mean, we saw like that. We saw that person grow the thumb in the beginning. The arm come out of the bed and bloop. But we okay. It's really hard to see because uh, right. low res. But yeah, he grew a thumb in the beginning, and now he has that double thumb. And as he's rubbing his gunshot wound, the thumb vanishes, and we see the little boy grow that thumb before going back to the lake. So it's sort of like Excalibur. It's so he's sort of like he takes this this magical thing back into a lake that yes yeah, so if anybody wants to get venge vengeance for something in the future redeem it they, they go they go to the lake to get granted the double thumb granted the from double lake thumb. boy it's crystal clear this movie really broke me it really it's broke a, me that's because it's a broken movie yeah <laughs> Yeah, this one this one was rough. I think this I think this podcast is going to either lose us every person that listens to this <laughs> or don't go. drive some of them completely insane. It might <laughs> and, literally and, drive them insane. And you're welcome. You're welcome. But you probably should watch this movie because otherwise you will know zero about what we're talking about. I, I would hope that anybody listening to this has seen this I think, movie. I think we should probably like put a thing at the beginning. I know some people will listen to these without seeing the movie. Oh, really? And What's I wrong thi- with you? <laughs> well, Thanks for listening. Yes. <laughs> so I think maybe, I, maybe we should put a disclaimer at the beginning that's like, hey, by the way, watch this movie because this podcast makes no fucking sense. Yeah. And the movie makes no sense, and we can only make as much sense as the movie right. we watch. It, it wasn't it's give, kind of like it a, didn't it's give a, us anything. That's a scientific formula around here. Yep. <clears throat> <sighs> I'm okay. so glad that you found out that I'm so glad you did the research to that, find out that nobody knew what was happening. Yep. Again, uh, that was that was that was that research was handed into my lap by my buddy. Oh my god, Uden Gonzalez, uh, great guy. Check out Staunch TV. Uh, lots of he makes really neat documentaries on on YouTube on the Staunch TV network. This there. is so fascinating. I need to watch that. The, uh, okay, he's got great documentaries on movies. He also covers um, bands that have faded away, like documentaries on such oh, things nice. as like the Cottonmouth Kings oh, and other wow. things like that. Like okay, yeah, like, cool. whatever happened to these kind of bands? That's things. awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, cool. Cool beans. I will check that out. So that so this research was kind of like handed to me like, oh, hey, I interviewed the writer of this. And I was so, like, oh, shit, I got to go. watch Thanks. this. <laughs> <clears throat> I have to watch this. Yep. I, I have no choice. I will send you a link. <laughs> awesome. All right. This is it. Uh, we've got nothing more that we can say about this about madness. The no, it's great. It's madness. Straight up madness. No, we have, we have redeemed this as much as it can be redeemed. Uh, it's pretty much irredeemable. So uh, follow us at Coast City Comics. 
Buy things at CoCityComics.com. Yes, uh, like a um, you can buy a Funbox Monster Podcast t-shirt, and then we yep. could afford WD-40 for Tristan's squeaky chair. I'll stop squeaking <laughs> if somebody gets me WD-40. Yeah, and then um, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Black Wolf Creature Shop, uh, run by my friend uh, Raquel. Um, she's a great person and also helps run the Video Vagrants Facebook group with me. Nice. And she makes custom toys that are uh, custom trolls. <laughs> And toys. I saw and, one and, of those. And modifies the trolls. Yeah, yeah, they look really cool. <clears throat> That's I saw a the Black little, little Cthulhu shop. one. Yes, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's super cool. So check out her shop there. Cool. And uh, check out the Video Vagrants on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, it's a great group with lots of fun things. Do that. And um, you can follow me at Mad Awkward VHS Fiend on the Instagram. And yeah. And you can follow uh, Funbox Monster Podcast on the oh, Instagram. Yes, at Funbox Monster Podcast. And uh, yeah. And that's it. And Tell- shout out to Throatzilla. <laughs> God damn it. I have no idea what that means, but I'm going to say one other thing, which is that uh, if you made it to the end of this episode, then you are clearly a super fan and you are clearly somebody who is like able to deal with what we do. And so you are the person that I'm going to ask to write a review of us on iTunes or, you know, review us. Because if you made it through this fucking episode... <laughs> You are you are the true hero. Yes, and if you have made it through this, please, please, please message one of us and tell us uh, what is your opinion. Was oh, was yes. was it a magic puppet? Magic was puppet? it the lake boy in a puppet costume, or was it both? Ooh, that that was your theory. Or was it just a puppet? And it was all in your head. <laughs> what if it was all just a movie that was done by people who were kind of incompetent? And it didn't make any fucking sense. That explanation's boring. I'm going with Magic Puppet Lake Boy Kid. <laughs> Me too. Magic Puppet Lake Boy Kid, everybody. Good night. Peace. Ah!